Hello, all of my sweet little ones. It's your caretaker from another dimension, Wolf the Dog. And I am here to nuzzle you until you grow big and strong and become capable of great and grand things. Then you can repay me bit by bit with just a little teeny tiny bit of your life force. Just a little bit. You won't even notice it, I promise. Until you do. And I am sapping y'all live from 694.2 PTB. The radio station that you listen to. The only one that makes sounds at night to drive away the old ones. Sometimes y'all write me things and this time, I guess I'll read it. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from Jaren in Springfield, Oregon. The real Springfield The Simpsons was based on. Who wrote up a lovingly sopping five-star review on their podcast app of choice. Which is a nice way to support this podcast that you like and are currently listening to. Well done, Jaren. Never heard of any Simpsons, so not sure what you're on about. Jaren writes, Shout out to my gaming group out in the tiny town of Lowell. If you're hearing this, then you've survived years of my mindless raving and finally joined our coal-er group. And to you, Wolf, I personally invite you to our cult, I mean gaming group's next session, where I can teach you firsthand what an internet is, what an RPG is, and what the hell we've been talking about this entire time. The password to get in will be fuck the zuck. See you there. P.S. Keep up the good work, my guys. My favorite RPG podcast by far. Just became the proud owner of a Splashylvania Fast Pass myself. Well, thanks, Jaren from Oregon. But I'll be declining your invitation. Because I'm far too busy, uh, taking care of... Oh, oh, Wolf, the dog, my dog, Wolf, the dog. I also finally figured out what the internet is. It's an interdimensional net used for catching the plasma carp from the galactic streams. (laughs) Yeah, I know things. I guess you could say I'm a little bit of an internet expert myself. If you want to ride up something for your big bad wolfie to howl, Tag at PretendingPod on Twitter or Instagram. Tag pretending to be people on Facebook. Or write up a five-star review on the podcast app of your choice. Screenshot that absolute gift. And send it on for Wolfie to see and smell and taste. And if you want to support this show and unlock 37 bonus episodes, all while getting us closer and closer to our goal of getting back to the weekly releases that you crave, head on over to patreon.com slash pretending pod. Now, in fact, you can find us on a few different places on the internet for merch or to listen to the soundtrack or to engage with this nasty community. You're gonna wanna go to the show notes. How many times have you heard me say that? A bunch, I bet. And have you ever clicked in and actually looked at those little links? Or the little episode blurb that my producer writes up for every single one of these episodes? It takes him so long to type up. You should cherish it. Admire it. I know I do. Well, either way, it's time for the news. Last time, our intrepid heroes used each other's strength and the limp body of Vernon Covington, the landlord, to escape from the It Pit. And when they finally got out, Beck Wilder couldn't move on until Cal Colorado and Julia Summers removed their jackets? Hmm, weird. The can crew then crept quickly through the woods on the far east side of Grover's Gorge, heading south until they met the enormous plant wall. Lush, verdant, and apparently quite easy to maneuver within without starting a commotion. There was 
was, however, a commotion in Grover's Gorge due to the sloshingly soaked current mayor, Chuck Bidwell, walking confidently south through the town. The team from City Action News slinked out the metal hatch door and back toward Goddle's gate to Grover's Gorge. The single, simple, steel train car that crosses the foggy crevasse with the unnaturally smooth cliff face on either side and a church stuck upside down where it fell into this chasm so many years ago. You know what? Y'all deserve a brand new theme song. A fresh jam, if you will. Let's unwrap this tasty snack together. It's Alter Girl with My Life is Great and it's all my fault. What about my hair? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It caught on fire. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> Joe lit his face on fire. It's cool. We'll post it on social media. It's dope. Yeah, go to our social media right now if you uh, don't follow us or if you do and check out... A- <laughs> A fun video of Joe uh, Joe's face catching a blaze. <laughs> it's just a party trick I do sometimes. <laughs> Specifically on camera. On camera. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> it really went up, didn't it? it, yeah. it like, <laughs> do you put anything in your beard? Nope. Yeah, yeah. Gasoline. <laughs> it, was, it went up very quickly. It looked like it had an accelerant in it, but it doesn't. It's just dry and brittle. I hadn't smelled burnt hair in a long time, and that was <laughs> and, the treat. Yeah. <laughs> then we smelt it for... A while. I think we just got used to it because I would like, I'm like, oh, it's gone. And then go outside and come back in. I'm like, oh, it definitely smells like burnt hair. I was was smelling it the next day. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's because there was still burnt hair on your face. (laughs) How does it feel? It's fine. It's 100% fine. Except that I did singe my eyelashes and they they feel weird still, but they're going to be fine. Like crusty? I've done that smoking a bowl before. (laughs) Hey, same. <laughs> the whole front of my hair went up on New Year's Eve one year when oh, I was wow. standing outside. It was real windy. I've only curled my eyelashes, but that's that's impressive. Oh, I got the whole thing. And the first thought that I had, because I didn't even smell it, but I looked at myself in a mirror later and always, and I was like, did I get like Cheeto puff in my hair, like dust? <laughs> it was orange? It was like a little orange, I guess because I have like brownish hair. I had like brownish hair. I know. I actually <laughs> can picture the... The curly Q crusties. Yeah. New Year's 01 was crazy. <laughs> Everybody thought, you know, Y2K was going to end it all the year before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He and was still talking didn't. about it, though. Oh, so well, you guys just passed through the the door, the the door, the SpongeBob portal, the SpongeBob portal door. Well, I did some research on what those doors are called. Nice. Yeah, and apparently, and now you're voting Republican. <laughs> <laughs> you would believe the insane restrictions that the fucking libs have put on the big ass door industry. What did you learn? The entrances are called doors. <laughs> yeah. Wait, they, wait, wait. Like the, the watertight things that come together are called dogs. 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 Where? The watertight things that come together. You, so you like mean the like seal? the helical? Like- the cams is what I'm reading on the internet. This is a former US submariner uh, typing on Reddit. Submariner. Uh, what was that? Submariner. Whatever. And he's... <laughs> They said, dog the door. Yeah, that just means, uh, I think that means secure it, right? Spin the wheel to engage the cams in the closed position. Oh, uh, like the pins. The pins. But So it's not called so the that, dog. That, yeah, that's it's, a... The that's little things around it are dogs. <laughs> okay. So the pins that like lock it into place? Yeah. But not the door itself. No, that's called the door. you just said earlier. It's called the door, I think. And then the <laughs> yeah. parts around are dogs. So dog the doors. I, I adore with my dogs. I adore my dogs. 
<laughs> nice. Y'all. A dog door. See, that just opens up more confusion now, because when you say dog door, Doggy door. we're going to all start crawling. Yeah. I'm crawling right now. <laughs> On the train? Mm-hmm. Very good. Let's go there. Cal Colorado, Beck Wilder, Julius Summers, and Stevie are all standing in a simple steel single train car sized train station on an unnecessarily massive bridge 20 meters tall and 100 meters long. This bridge that crosses this enormous massive ravine is a minimalist construction showcasing the steel that seems to be your only way back over this deep wide and foggy ravine. The fog seems to be growing thicker and taller with every second and soon it will be a wall that this simple steel single train car will need to penetrate to get to the other side. The creaking hatch-like submarine looking door that leads back Submarine. Zach, we were going to just let Penetrate fly. Did you want us to... Uh, yeah. Do it, where, did you have a beat written in there? No, no. It <laughs> says and standing. Just says... Uh, so there's a, there's a hatch. Pause for the boys. Pause for the dirty boys. Pause for the dirty boys. <laughs> and a sopping wet. Is this the kind of hatch you can dog? Chug Bidwell in his snug, now snugger, green, now darker green, Polo steps confidently through the door, just dripping. Suddenly, Stevie, their eyes get huge with realization. Holy fucking shit! There's no backup for the backup mayor! And she begins like she's going to sprint out of the train car toward the soggy current mayor of Grover's Gorge. We're gonna move in dexterity order. They were in the car with us, and now they are sprinting out of the car. They are about to start sprinting, but we're going to go into dex order. So I, if one of you has higher dex than Stevie. But their at- intention is to leave the their car? Their intention is okay. to leave the car. Yep. As they uh, holler out, holy fucking shit, there's no backup for the backup mayor. What happens if there's no mayor? God gets loose, I guess. And we got to go. Dexterity, who's got 75. what? Oh, you're definitely going first. Uh, 50. 50 and 45. 45. So it's going to go Julia Summers, Stevie, and then down the line we got Beck. Beck Wilder, Cal Colorado. Julia Summers, what do you do? He grasps at them. Okay. What do you want me to roll? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you to roll on armed combat. Mm, yeah, I don't win. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Stevie rolled a success. I rolled an 83 on a 60. That's not going to do it. So as you reach out and grasp for Stevie, (gasps) they dip out and take off running off out of this single steel, simple train car sized, simple train station and toward this sopping wet current mayor of Grover's Gorge. It is Beck Wilder's turn. Uh, Beck uh, is... He, we've all resigned ourselves to trying to get the fuck out of here. I don't think that he, he's on the train. Uh, he's just going to go to the door and yell out to them. Hey, uh, Stevie, dude, um, like we got to go. Like you, we can maybe like install a new mayor when we get back or something. Would that be helpful? We'd need to leave. No, it's got to happen now. Cal kind of brushes past Beck and, um, he can't run very fast, but he's, you know, bad left knee. <laughs> Uh, but he, yeah, he's he's a lot of fog in the air too. Start, yeah, he's starting to chase after uh, Stevie, uh, and he's shouting, no, "Stevie, I don't think this is very prudent. Have you really considered if this is the best course of action? Why don't you just wait up a minute there? Uh, hold on, Stevie. I'm really serious, guys. This is very serious. <laughs> uh, you can roll persuade. Uh, both of you combined and you can combine your role against her. Can I have said no? Don't go, and also roll persuade. <laughs> <laughs> I fail mine. A sixty-five on a fifty. I also rolled a 65 on a 80. Oh, Newsman. nice. Very good. So you are giving it your all, but I gave her a plus 20. Because you had a predetermined outcome in mind. <laughs> I gave her a plus 20 because the thing that she knows Fair enough. is very stout. Uh, and I gave her a 50. What did she for roll? For human. Luke, what did she roll? 
A critical fail. 77 on a 70. Ooh. So she stops dead in her tracks. I think you're getting through to him, man. They turn around. They look at Cal. Well, now I'm not sure if stopping them was even a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Why did you want to? What were you going to (laughs) do? Okay. Sopping wet Chuck Bidwell is just walking confidently carefully and slowly toward the edge of the cliff with one eye kind of looking over uh, he's kind of glancing over Stevie giving her a very dirty eye where's the other eye looking now both of them both of them together one of them and with the other two one eyes with one eye with Stevie. <laughs> he's got two eyes with Stevie <laughs> and he's just walking away and walking toward the edge of the cliff while you guys they've turned around and they look at you well julius you're right there too right yeah now i feel like i've made a mistake should you run after him stevie (laughs) no um (laughs) cut that part out chuck bidwell continues to walk she still hasn't answered my question if we don't stop him from jumping off this cliff and hitting himself he will be unleashed he's been trying to do this the whole time that's why he's the mayor it's this weird some sort of fucking spell or some shit that's actually real where he's the mayor and and he stays the mayor and it stays the mayor as long as there's a mayor but if he dies there's no mayor and it's loosed on everyone they put it in the turtle turtles are slow and they live for a long time yeah and they typically don't kill themselves yeah yeah god turtle Goddle. god get turtle stevie should go oh, save stevie, him go get him <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say and she and she turns around she turns around you got it boss <laughs> Stevie plants their heels into the ground. She takes off. Oh, by the way, Stevie uses just like she, they pronouns. So either one that you decide to use is fine. Word. Oh, cool. Tight. And when Stevie collides with the wet polo clad Chuck Bidwell, Stevie is trying to hold on and restrain Chuck Bidwell from walking any further. However, Chuck Bidwell continues his gait as Stevie continues to plant her heels into the ground, and they're just trying to hold on. So, uh, at this point, because of the dilly-dallying, you've got one roll. You've only got one roll. Do not let it pass you by. (laughs) (laughs) The classic crap. Julius is gonna realize what they said and sprint and try to knock him backwards away from the gorge okay go ahead and roll Uh, roll what because he's just walking slowly you can just roll strength if that's higher than unarmed combat i'll do unarmed combat because you're trying to push i got a 31 on a 60 got a 52 on a 70 damn so you go to push onto the front and these thighs, man, what's going on with them? They're tired from squeezing the life out of Vernon. These <laughs> thighs of mine. They are oh. tired <laughs> of squashing. Tired from pushing Vernon. Julius is just a little worn out from, you know, he basically maxed out at the gym today <laughs> on Vernon's head. <laughs> And now you are just trying to hold on, but Chuck Bidwell continues Darth Vader-like walk toward this edge. Darth Vader when? Oh, um, 92. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta? Come on. It's 96, baby. Whatever. And so... <laughs> Cal Colorado, uh, Beck Wilder has Zach's referencing when he saw him walking in a parade one time in 1992. <laughs> that was the Darth Vader walk. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Thanksgiving the year I was he wasn't born. he wasn't allowed in the parade, so people were trying to hold him back. And that Darth Vader walked with such strength and vigor. Beck Wilder, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, Stevie has convinced me that. I've already seen this crazy shit happen and, and I don't want more of that. And it sounds like it's going to be real bad if I do. So he wants to, uh, I want to go over there and try and help block 
Uh, okay. Like a is it a front lineman? Yeah, like an offensive lineman. Offensive lineman. I want to I want to kind of okay. get into stance. Okay, now are you doing pass blocking or rush blocking? So pass blocking is going to be kind of on your heels, trying to keep them in front of you, and rush blocking is going to be driving the group forward. Rush, rush blocking, rush blocking. Very cool. Trying like, to maybe even get him to the ground once I once I center mass him. Yeah, like one of the greatest <laughs> offensive linemen of all time, Orlando Pace. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just lumber over there. He was like 300 we pounds know. and we quicker know. in 15 yards than Marshall Falk. No in shit. Like 2000. Yeah, dude. That's cool. Wildly fast. Explosive. 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 <laughs> a, lot, a lot like Beck. Yeah. <laughs> 300 ah, pounds. I don't know what I was rolling on. Was it good? But it's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you trying to use? Uh, I mean, it's either strength or, I don't know, like athletics. Let's go strength. 21 on a 55. Okay. Chuck Bidwell failed. Oh, shit. Yeah. 78 over 70. Then, yeah, I'm tra- I'm driving him back. I don't know if it's strong enough to knock him down, but I'm at least digging in my heels and he he's not moving forward. You have stopped the progress of Chuck Bidwell, and it is Cal Colorado's turn. Dope, dope, dope. When he comes, he comes panting up like a little <laughs> out of breath, and I think he just like grabs on to Julius's shoulders and yanks back and brings like the whole group with him. Love it. Go ahead and roll. Hopefully you bring the whole group with you in a good way. What would you like me to roll? The same thing as them, either a strength or an unarmed combat. Pass a strength roll I've with got a 21. I've got you beat with a 26. Ooh, a close Damn. one. Very close. Well, now I'm embarrassed that I said the, the, <laughs> the thing. <laughs> the thing about pulling him back. Cal Colorado runs up and grabs Julius by the shoulders and attempts to pull the whole group back, but uh, he, he merely... What? Julius is in the front. So yeah, I mean, uh, wait, that makes sense that, <laughs> but he, I was a no, little confused about the pulling Beck's backwards the part. Okay. So in my mind, Stevie is on the back. Him. Yes. Holding back. Julius, Julius was in the front trying pushing to push him forward. Him. And then Beck came up behind Julius and was pile driving the two of them. Yeah, he was. Well, then no wonder me toward the wall. grabbing Julius's shoulders exactly. did nothing. Exactly. It didn't help. Right. It didn't help. But thankfully, no, you've so got I, the momentum okay. on your side. I'm, and so I think we're all yeah. like, feeling pretty good about the outcome of this. I'm grabbing Stevie's shoulders then. <laughs> and me, and, me and Julius are, we're between Chuck Bidwill and the chasm is at our backs, yes, right? Yes, that is okay. correct. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, absolutely. And it is going to continue with Julius Summers. This is a good old-fashioned tug of war. It's a good old-fashioned tug of war. We got a good old-fashioned tug of war. He's only one Oh, like space that old show Squid Game. Away. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't seen it. Julius is going to... It holds up. ...continue pushing back and try to give a little tickle to maybe distract... Now we're talking. Nice. ...distract him a little bit. Armpit, prostate, where are you talking? A 70 on a 60. Ooh. Oh, you only put 60 in tickle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's not going to do it. As you go to tickle him, you feel the wettest. Where are you getting in? Well, I... I, (laughs) Doesn't matter. It's going to be wet. It's going to be nasty. (laughs) I had my arms on his shoulders, like, pushing back. Mm -hmm. And I took one hand off to tickle him. Uh And I put it up into his armpit. But, like... The polo is like sopping wet and the tickle, it, it, well, it's, it's like <laughs> squeezing a sham wow. Right. It, it just, there's too much, too much pressure to tickle. It just feels like I'm poking his armpit. Gross. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> He's like, ouch. Uh, Stevie attempts the same. Uh, and this. <laughs> <laughs> With the tickle? Everybody tickle him. <laughs> tickle fight. <laughs> to the same result. Finger in armpit, wiggling around, but just poking and sopping wet you. Beck, <laughs> we, need, we need more tickles. Oh, dude, I'm really good at tickling. Hang on. I'm 31 good at tickling. He's going to spend luck to make that a 42. Ooh. Which is a success. How does dude got luck? And what, did, what, what cool thing did he do? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Bidwell continues with one foot over the edge like he were holding on now. You've had to move out of the way in order to not get pushed off the back yourselves. And it is all up to Cal Colorado. Cal Colorado says, hey, look over there. And I want to roll persuade. <laughs> <laughs> success. I, I rolled a. A hundred. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Right? That's what that is? It's all zeros. Yeah, it's all, yeah, zeros. Yeah, all zeros. Oops, uh, all zeros. So Oop. my plan was to say, uh, shout, hey, look over there, and then slap lasagna in his eyes <laughs> with my other hand. Um, but instead, 
I slip trying to get lasagna out of my pockets. Where you're pointing is just down. Just down, yeah, down into the, hey, look down there. <laughs> Gladly. He looks down there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is one of those let go or don't situations. Yeah. Raise your hand if you're, oh, audio medium. Say, uh, holler out if you're letting go. Of Chuck. Of Chuck as he is strongly moving over. over the edge. Basically, yeah. you're choosing whether or not you're going over. He's not making an attempt to grab at any of you. However, you do see that he's making an attempt to grab for Stevie. Can I try and intercept that? Would I have a chance? Yeah, let's do it. This is your moment. You're not going to stop him from going over because that ship has sailed, but you try can stop him from grabbing. I just want to slap his hand away. <laughs> because he is going for a very firm grasp based on the rolls that I rolled. It's an 18. I don't, I don't know what you wanted to have that on. Okay, he succeeded with a 43. Oof. 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 Can I go for a slap too? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll. Actually, I want to make this one last tickle. <laughs> one <laughs> last push for a tickle. A 50 on a 60. Oh, that is uh, good enough to tickle the grass as loose. He, as he reaches out, you tickle like the uh, the inside of his wrist. Well, yeah, as, as he's falling, the pressure of the tickle decreases enough just to get to the perfect tickle pressure. <laughs> <laughs> So it, you it, mean with your hand inside his pits? It goes, his wet pits? It goes from poke uh-huh. to tickle. <laughs> <laughs> the gradient of tickle, yeah. Right. It's turned all the way up to tickle. Yeah. And I get that one good tickle in before there's before I'm not touching his armpit at all. And it, like an involuntary laugh escapes as he lets go of Stevie. And he's like, oh. <laughs> like, this like weird noise comes out of his throat. He's like, oh. And like. <laughs> releases Stevie as he just falls backwards and looks at you with these like dead eyes. Connor Ratliff. <laughs> yeah. Great podcast. <laughs> Have us on. We'd cast you. Uh, oh, he would be a great Chuck Bidwell. He would be a great Chuck Bidwell. You listening, Connor? <laughs> dead eyed motherfucker. As, <laughs> <laughs> as Chuck falls backwards in the classic fall backwards pose with kind of a blurry image behind him of the smooth, cavernous crevasse. And eventually... you looking up the sound of body mix when it <laughs> mashes on a canyon floor? I've seen a lot of Wile E. Coyote. I think it's just a... <laughs> <laughs> and when he lands, each of you see something incomprehensible. Your brain, <laughs> Tiny little dust cloud. <laughs> like a- Your brain simply won't comprehend it. <laughs> dust cloud that's skull and crossbones. Yeah. <laughs> the dust cloud with skull and clo- crossbones. The crossbones fills your stomachs with dread. Your hands get clammy. Your sight seems compromised. And you feel an air-blasting boom so loud that you wonder for a split moment if you'll ever hear again. And I need you each to roll con times five to stay conscious. I pass. Uh Uh-oh. Nice. I critically fail. Oh. (laughs) It's a 77. You're not going to believe this, but um, I also critically failed with an 88. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I got a four. <laughs> uh, okay, shit. Uh, t- Thomas and Joe. Take our take headphones your off. Headphones take your off. pants off. Oh, shit. Take your headphones off. Oh, and, and my pants, pants off. We're playing strip Delta Green. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boom, shooby-dooby-dooby-dooby-dooby-dooby-dooby. Luke, you feel this reverberation in your chest that shakes your entire skeleton inside your body and just vibrates your entire being. Your vision goes completely whackity-whackity-whack, and suddenly it's extremely dark. It was a perfectly bright day here in this gorge, and now it is extremely dark. I need you to roll grip. In this darkness, you see that the rest of the can crew, Cal Colorado, Beck Wilder, and Stevie have all fallen to the ground, seemingly unconscious. I pass with a 39 on a 44. You only lose one grip. Julius kind of like shakes 
shakes it off and clears his vision a little bit and then is going to try to rush over to his co-workers on the ground and, and see what's up to kind of try to slap him awake. Okay, you're kind of slapping at him. You see the camera has fallen to, to the side of Beck Wilder. You see... You know, Cal's an older guy. He seems to have fallen okay. He doesn't seem to like have broken anything in the in the fall. Stevie's just completely out. None of them are getting back up. And you hear this rumble coming from the bottom of the chasm. Julius reaches to his phone thinking about making a TikTok, but then <laughs> sees that the camera is on the ground and Beck is incapacitated and real footage is better than TikTok footage. So Damn straight. he's gonna grab the camera and he's going to point it at the sound. Okay. He's so going to walk to he's the He's going to walk with camera on his shoulder, you know, looking at the display. A wall of fog ahead of you, and the fog is rising up like a push pop being just lifted from something coming up as the rumbling is growing louder and louder from below. Yeah, he's going to kind of, he's going to walk to the, to the ledge, but then kind of use the camera so he doesn't have to, you know, completely look over it, but aim the camera, see if he can see anything through the fog. As the fog lifts, Julia Summers, through the viewfinder of this camera, sees... What is that smell? What is that smell? I got weed from work today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's dank. It's like, it's musty, but it's also... He kind of like smacks his lips a little bit and it's like he just sucking on salt. That's exactly right. I need you to witness this thing. And in order to witness it, I need you to either ask me one question or three yes, no questions. Okay. I already know that I get a salty taste in my mouth. Yep. I know that it sounds like disembodied voices that aren't really saying anything. Yep. And I know that it's... As you remember that, you begin hearing it. And I know that it's a liquidy, human-formed thing. Yep. Uh, Sorry, give me a second. I'll just... I'll do yes or no. Make it quick. Okay. That's three. Do I see it now? Yes. Is it coming at me? Yes. Does it give off any light since it's so dark in here? Yes. This incomprehensible humanoid wet energy structure erupts out of this chasm, lifting the fog above its head as it rises its shoulders next. You see an enormous torso, and you're staring between the legs of this... What? Julius takes a knee to brace himself with the camera and aims the camera up at it and as you aim the camera up fluid monster god turtle thing you hear all of these voices coming out of the hand that is reaching out toward you it's the size of a suburban it's coming to scoop you up suburban Julius is going to take the camera off his shoulder and set it down on the ground to where the camera is still kind of facing it. <laughs> He's going to run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, roll uh, roll for athletics. I succeed with a 43. Oh, you did? <laughs> it was a 69. No. I promise. Are you fucking kidding me? Holy shit, where do you run? How do you how do you get away? I'm gonna run if that's what you want. I'm gonna run back out into Grover's Gorge. Holy fucking shit, dude. Holy fucking You turn the wheel. You Let's go doggies! Doggies! <laughs> you dog the door. While he's dogging the door, he looks back at his friends and just goes, Oh, I'll try to save you. Okay, I'd have you roll again, but you rolled the sixty-nine, so you've dogged the door and he yeah, he just like flips it and it just spins on its own. Yes. <laughs> and it immediately opens and you grab it on the other side, slam it shut, dog those doors from the other side. You are now inside. Luke just mouthed <laughs> what the fuck to no one in this room right now. I just looked at, I, I don't know what. To, Holy because, fucking shit, You dude. know, I panicked as you would. Uh-huh. No game plan. No game plan. This is what you would call out of the frying pan and into the fire. (laughs) Yeah, Julius like closes uh, the door and and locks it, seals it back up again, turns around and looks at Grover's Gorge and just 
Okay, you're still like in this big plant space and I'm gonna roll the 69 over and say that you did this all quite stealthily and are able to just kind of blend back into this wall. So you're looking out at honestly a pretty normal situation in Grover's Gorge from what you've seen. And by that, I mean when you first arrived, not right. later. Julius knows that he can't go back into the like main part of town. And the only person he knows here that might have any chance of giving a shit about what is going on specifically with Stevie is Fox Goddard. Oh my God. We're going to the GIZ? Going to the GIZ. Holy shit. Okay. How are you going to get there? Basically, your options are you can, I mean, cross over the track, this bouncy, synthetic, colorful material, or you can kind of go around to a sidewalk situation over near the GIZs, or you can cut all the way through the wall and then go around the backside of the GIZs. I mean, I would, I'm thinking he's probably, the stealthiest option would be to cut around and go back, but there's not, I don't, I feel he thinks this is pretty fucking urgent. Okay. You might get caught. What, so of the, so of the three options. Out. I'll give you a straight up stealth against the perception of the town. If you go straight there, if you, if you kind of cut around and use the sidewalk, if you go around back, I'll give you a plus 40 to your stealth. Okay. Yeah. He's going to cut around back oh. and, and just be like, try to be stealthy, but he's booking it. Roll that stealth with a plus 40. They s- what did you get? I got a 47 on an 80. What do you think the town perception should be? On the way in, it was 80. <laughs> what did I roll? Shit. He crit succeeded with a 77. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're creeping through the brush and flowers no, and plants I'm not this creeping. Wall. I'm running. You're sprinting <laughs> through this wall. <laughs> sprinting, 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 running, running, running. And as you head around the corner behind these GIZs, you see there's a privacy fence in the backyard, right? So you keep going around the back of the privacy fence and you run down. Now you're running kind of north-south based on when you first arrived, right? And you're running toward the far side away. You're trying to remember where the GIZ was that Fox went into. And as you're trying to remember, you trip on something in the ground and you look down and you see a fucking jackalope. (laughs) (laughs) no there's like a metal cage that is halfway coming out of the ground just a little bit and at the head of this body length metal cage is a tombstone and as i fall on the ground right in front of the tombstone what do i read (laughs) it says oh julius (laughs) julius summers wait fuck what is the name What's the name? Is it too late to do something? Yeah, of course it is. What's the name on this tombstone? Just give me a good last name. Cream pie. Nope. <laughs> Crump, crumpy. Crumpy. Thank you. Okay, so it's Jeremiah Crumpy, former mayor of Grover's Gorge. And as you trip, you hear a voice call out. Hi there. Julius looks around to see where hi there is coming from. Hello. Hello. Looking over the privacy fence, you see that there is a man standing on his back porch in one of the GIZs that you were running past. He's in a uh, very, like, fine robe that's monochromatic with green accents. And he holds up a cup of coffee to you. Um, aren't you one of them fellas that was uh, about to be on trial? Aren't you supposed to be over there in the it pit? I'm I'm not sure about that. I I actually just got into town from the train station. I have a a very important delivery for Fox Goddle, and I've got to get to him. Oh. Uh, Go ahead and roll. Uh, Either disguise or persuade. Dude. I got an ot one. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not going to move it. Okay. But you can look if you want. Oh, that's really handy because look what I fucking rolled. A 22 crit success. Yes, but an odd one is the best crit success. Besides, besides 69, 69 which you already rolled. Bro- Jesus. Holy Dude, this fuck. Is nuts. Okay, so with an odd one, he's like, no way. Yeah, uh, I, I, I just was pointed in this direction. Could you show me where he is? Where his GIZ is. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's actually next door. Fantastic. I'm, I was in such a hurry. I seemed to trip over... Uh, this mayor uh, oh yeah piece. jeremiah rip rip, rip. 
Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Crumpy. Here's a good one, but not long for this world, you know? Do you mind if I hop your fence? Oh, no. I mean, look, look at the gate. Julius <laughs> looks at the gate, and, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, you know, in a rush, uh, not thinking straight. Uh, it's okay. Have a good one. And he uh, heads back into his G-I-Z. Well done. Holy fuck. Uh, Julius fucking uses that gate. All right, you head into the backyard of Fox Goddle's G.I.Z. It is absolute mayhem of cool, like, dumb toys and shit. He's got, like, a basketball hoop with a trampoline next to it. He's got a pool. He's got a hot tub. He's He's got got one of those, like, you sit in it and it looks like a monster truck and you drive it and it (laughs) flips all around. You know those? He's got one of those. Damn, two of those. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I can't believe he has three of those. And there's an actual monster truck there, too. (laughs) Damn. Julius almost trips over a hoverboard, but but doesn't. Can you describe the G.I.Z.? Oh, yeah. uh, From the back, it's got a nice upper deck and then a nice lower porch underneath that's covered. And there is like a huge bar with a built-in grill and a tabletop kind of situation. Lots of windows in this bad boy. Fair amount of windows, you know, want to get that natural light in there. Can I see any movement or anybody in the house? Yeah, Fox is dancing. What music do I hear? In one of the rooms. It's like, you just hear a boom, 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 Just kind of on repeat and he's just kind of getting it. Under his breath, Julius mutters, Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And Julius is going to take his shot. Nice. And go, uh, he's going to close his door. Just no knock or anything. I'm going straight in. No fucking way, dude. Oh, shit. Hey, what's up, my guy? You came in through the vat? That is really something else. I uh, Wait, did he talk more like this, I think? I think something. Oh, wow. No way. Oh, my goodness. It is fairly wonderful to see you, good sir. Where are your compatriots? And you came in through the back. Wowzers. Julius goes to give him like the... Clap bro. Clap bro hug thing. Um, Oh, clap bro. Yes, of course. So we are friends now. Fox. (sighs) We need your help. Whoa, whoa. Slow down there, buddy. What's going on? Do you know about the mayor? Lovely turtle. Yes. Best turtle, best mayor. That's what I always say. Are you aware of the whole mayor lore? The mayor lore. The god. Told? Do you want to finish that, sir? <laughs> it's my last name. Were you halfway through it? Julius thinks this makes this a whole lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an army in Grover's Gorge? No, no, no. We have no need for an army. We have the landlord. Mr. Vernon Covington takes care of all of our uh, aggressive needs. I <laughs> Julius is doing what I'm doing, and he's just kind of like licking his lips and kind of just, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I had plans for if you failed a bunch of things, but right. I, the succeeding is... Uh, it's unusual. It's and nuts. Fox, I'm going to be straight with you. Please. We don't have a lot of time. My coworkers... Sure. The can and, people. And Stevie. Yes. Faith. He kind of turns his head to the side like a like a dog when you say squirrel. I said faith, not squirrel. Squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> Your faith. Yes, my dearly departed sister faith. She's she's actually alive. Stevie is faith. But she might be dearly departed soon if you don't help. Whoa, okay, okay, okay. Um I've still got a grip on on what's going on here, so I'd say that I will help. I don't believe you that that my sister is is Stevie that didn't even look like her. If something were to happen to Sandro, who would be the mayor? Chuck Bidwell. If something happened to Chuck, who would be the mayor? Well, he kind of scratches his chin, looks around at all of his things. Do you want to play VR? Maybe later. Do you... Who, who, who? Oh, right. Yes, you were uh, asking about who would be mayor if it weren't Chuck Bidwell. Well, there's got to be a, a, a line in case you know something 
hmm. a line of succession in, in case something awful happened. No, I don't think there is. Hmm. Would you want to be the mayor? I suppose I could be the mayor. Fantastic. I I would vote for you. Let's hold an election right now. Hmm. Well, this is a wild thought. I wasn't expecting to become mayor today. Well, why wouldn't Chuck just be mayor? This is purely hypothetical. Hypothetical. I mean, I didn't even run in the election. <laughs> Did anyone else besides Chuck? No. Of course okay. not. Well, I mean, you, you've got a really cool house. I think you should be mayor. <laughs> wow. Flattery works on this guy. Let's do this, buddy. Cool. Come with me to certify you in case you had to be the third in line for mayor. Okay. Let's go do that. How do we do that? By talking to your sister. Okay. Hmm. She's in the train station. She just had, had come back and, and she was about to see us off. Okay. Let's go now, though. And let's take these hoverboards. <laughs> I like the hoverboard idea. I do want to play VR. I'm sure that you have a, a high-tech VR. What about AR? Strap it on augmented reality, and you can play as we go. Okay, roll Persuade with a plus 40, because that was brilliant. <laughs> I got a 97 on a 100. Oh, <laughs> shit! That's incredible. He failed. Let's go. Julius and Fox both strap on like Oculus heads, <laughs> like futuristic godol got gotulus headsets. Oh Turn on the AR function and it's like looking through your own eyes, but he has programmed it for us to like we're like Pac-Man and we're running No, we're like Sonic and we're collecting rings as we run towards the a train station. <laughs> Have you played this one before? It's got a crazy monster once you collect enough rings. Well, yes, of course. I uh, always try to get the Septagordman, <laughs> the Septagordman's heads to cut them off. Fantastic. Get the rings. Let's go. Oh, my God. Okay, so you're running out the front door. I figured we would just take the same path I took here. Oh, why? why would we go out the back? More rings. More rings, you brilliant son of a bitch. And you guys dip out ring collectors on your way through his backyard, around the back area, over the corpse with the metal cage around it. The corpse? The bur- the It's pop- a corpse. The corpse, the burial site. The S- bone skeleton. The plot. Yeah. <laughs> with the metal cage around it, head back around the sides toward that doggy doggy door and out out here well we've got to go in we've got to go in and julius gives the door a little spin (laughs) and opens it up (laughs) okay perfect the boys will come back for the rest fuck yeah dude In the back. Or maybe just like... Through the, the skull, directly through the well, skull, like, to the brain. Get stabbed in the head, but like not hard enough to go through, break your bones. Well, we've got Thomas and Joe back in the room now. So what happened? I need everyone to roll an alertness check for me. Oh, shit. Me too? Yep. Fail. I pass a seven on a 40. 53 on a 70. Uh, Thomas, take off your headphones for me real quick. Beck Wilder, Julius Summers. Let's start with Beck Wilder. You come to <gasps> your stomach still just queasy, your hands wet and cold. You're feeling completely disoriented, but you hear this rumble and this noise and this strange kind of and like maybe oh what do you what is that and luke i need you to take off your headphones too <laughs> you can either ask me one question or three yes no questions about what it is that you see down at the bottom of this enormous chasm as you come to and look over the edge can i ask the one question what do i see at the bottom of the corner of this ledge <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> I want to ask that. Okay. 
what do you know about this this thing, this kind of energy that you saw? I saw that it was super soaker like it was wet and it made Chuck physically wet. It does the same thing this time where it just kind of like you see this this like strangely moving wet energy there at the bottom of the chasm and it shoots like a spray, like a jet stream through the windows of the church. The upside down church. The upside down church that is at the bottom of this chasm off to your right side and I need you to roll grip. Uh, I fail. Okay, you're gonna roll a d6 and add one for seeing this extremely unnatural sight as your brain tries to figure out and kind of make it something that you recognize. I rolled a five. Five plus one is six. So start putting those in order as you lose six grip. Fight, flight, freeze. And take off your headphones, please. <laughs> Luke is back. I'm back. Back again. As you walk in, you see something moving at the bottom of the chasm. You smell that salty sea spray. You, you hear those voices calling out. And at this point, you can once again ask one question or three yes-no questions. Okay, how fast is it going? Well, it was enormous before, right? Right. It was extremely enormous. Now it's like still kind of similar looking, but it's down at the bottom and it's making its way. It's still enormous, bigger than a human, making its way through the valley toward the church off to the right side, the upside down church stuck in this unnaturally smooth chasm. So how, I guess that was, how fast is it moving? This enormous humanoid was sprinting at almost 143 miles per hour. And then it dives through the glass and into pouring itself into this upside down church. Roll grip. Fail. Roll a d6 and add one, please. It's incomprehensible. Your mind cannot handle Two what plus you one see. is three. As you lose three grip, your hold on reality loosens just so. That puts me at a 40. Jesus. That's low. With a breaking point at 36. Oh boy, let's bring them all back. Beck Wilder, I need you to place an order, fight, flight, and freeze. It's a freeze number one, flight number two, and f- fight. Fight? is it? Yeah, fight is number three. <laughs> all right, roll that D6. It's a six. Okay, and what was your top? Freeze. Freeze. Cal stands up from tying his shoe and says, what's going on, fellas? You feel (laughs) clammy hands. You feel your stomach is still completely unsettled. Your vision is kind of off your head, shaking, vibrating almost still. And you see Beck Wilder staring directly, completely frozen down toward the church. And when you look in that direction, you see where you had previously seen like this beautiful stained glass in the front of this church. Now you see it has been completely broken and there's a hole in the stained glass that leads into this church. Who would do that to a church? Teens? (laughs) You see that Fox Goddle is here with Julius Summers and Stevie is coming to uh, uh, it's good to see you again Fox Goddle obviously also Fox and Julius are both wearing VR headsets <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're collecting rings how many do you have so far Julius he's rolling <laughs> I only managed to pick up 11. Oh, I have 79. That is considerably more than you, sir. Yes, uh, Julius was telling me that we're going to make me mayor. I'm sorry, what? When was this discussed? How long was I tying my shoe? Trust me, Fox is is the mayor now. He's the emergency mandated mayor of Grover's Gorge. Stevie, Stevie. Hold on, what? What's going on here? I don't know. I feel fucking bad and weird. What happened? That noise. What was that? It was God. 
Beck, did you see God while I was gone? Beck is just staring down into the church still, but he nods. Beck, what? Again? Beck, did you get it on camera? I got it on camera. I feel around for my camera. <laughs> well, your camera was placed back down next to you. Right and to you, as yeah. we have determined in this game, when Beck is conscious, he is filming. So yes, you shot what you saw. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, dudes, yeah, I got it. I think I got it, dudes. Sh- show me. Show me God. I- Are we safe? Should we go? What? Fox? I mean, we're going to make S- you the mayor. What? How would that help? Stevie, you said that the mayor... He's already released. We'd have to do the whole thing to get him back in. What's I don't the know. Whole thing? I don't know, but thing? it was... A, I don't Beck, know any no. of it. I don't know. Well, does Fox know? Know what, my good man? He doesn't. Where, where'd you come from, <laughs> Yeah, dude? where... where? Oh, I was just hanging out, giving uh, my old uh, record player the spins and just giving my hips a good loosening when old Julius popped in and suggested we do some AR while making me the new mayor for some reason. Or not even the new mayor, but just another backup, was it, behind Chuck Bidwell? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean mm-hmm. Julius showed up? He's been standing here by us this whole time. I, yeah, I look at, uh, at Cal. How long were we out, dude? Uh, can both of you roll grip, please? Ooh, I pass. I'm getting older, and sometimes I lose, I lose bits of time. I fail hard. A ninety-seven. Okay, so you're gonna lose zero grip, Cal. However, Beck Wilder, you're gonna roll a D four. It's a one. Okay, you only lose one grip. Phew. That brings me down to fifty-one. Stevie, I, I, I panicked. I just thought. That thing had to be in the mayor, and if we made someone the mayor, it would have to go back in. Okay, that um seems right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How do we how do we make him the mayor? That doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Godel Gorge. I feel like you guys have, you know, can call Godel Law and and make an emergency mandate on God. <laughs> on God. On God. On God. On God, dude. Okay. I'm not as confident as you, Julius. I'm not, but it's the only thing I could think of. I hereby, as the oldest goddle in Grover's Gorge... And Julius is, like, pointing at Fox. Declare Fox Goddle as the mayor of Grover's Gorge. Why not you, Stevie? And as she finishes (laughs) saying that... (laughs) Stevie's older than Fox? Yes. Now she is. I don't, I don't think I caught that earlier. I was picturing her being the younger sister. I think I, I think I caught that. <laughs> Luke and Joe, take off your headphones real quick. Thomas, that a wildly frenetic, wet energy comes flying out of the church out of the giant canyon and into Fox Goddle, throwing him backwards, back towards the plant wall. You can either ask me one question or three yes-no questions about what you see, what you smell, what you hear, what you feel as this thing kind of zips past you and you're trying to perceive it, but it's really hard Almost like it's incomprehensible. Has everybody else done this? Yep. <sighs> Did they ask good questions? Nope. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> good. Pressure's off. <laughs> no, they did. What's its name? What's its name? Is that something that you could tell from its like appearance or, or sound or, or feel or taste? You said I could ask you one question or th- About three. how you perceive it. Okay. It's a good question. What's though. your name? <laughs> I shout. Um, uh, three yes, no questions. Uh, or one question. Would you tell me if I asked a question that's already been asked? Okay. What's it smell like? It's, Wait, no. How do I kill it? <laughs> that's also not something you can perceive. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> How do I kill it? <laughs> I want to kill God. That guy... What's a smart question to ask? I don't know, I don't know man. Well, then why'd you think of this game? I don't know. They, hey, they came up with questions. 
well. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I'm, I'm sure they asked what it looked like. Did they? Uh, I've got intense decision paralysis here. I can't yeah. think of anything. Just go through the senses. I don't know. Well, they asked, look. What does it look like? I'm not going to tell you what they asked. I thought you said you would. If it had already been asked, you'd tell me to ask something. Okay. Luke asked me what it looks like, but. Okay. (laughs) All I heard was, I'm not going to tell you what they asked. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, if you can hear me, sign to me. (laughs) I know one of them. Uh, okay. How big is it? Great question. It is. Wait, is it bigger than a bread box? Yes. How big is it? That's. Oh my god! I can't think of three better questions or like two more questions. Just fucking tell me how big it is. It is like the amount of wet of an Olympic sized pool. Thousands of gallons of water? Yes. Oh, much bigger than a bread box. Just pouring into and through Fox Goddle, lifting him off his feet. Higher and higher. And throwing him over toward the plant wall. I need you to roll grip. Uh, pass again, 19. <laughs> okay, you just lose one grip. Oh, well, that breaks me. <laughs> All right. Whew. Sorry about that. That was long. That was a workout. That was a long time rubbing my ears. <laughs> What'd you guys ask? <laughs> <laughs>